Let's go. And go we shall. What is up, everyone? What is up? This is Brothers Ballins, the podcast where brothers talk about topics in sports. And we are back after a two-week hiatus, refreshed, ready, no minutes restrictions coming on today. We are ready for another uh, slot of just some really good questions, some really good conversation pertaining to your favorite topics in your favorite sports. Today is going to be an NFL-centric podcast. But before we start, we have to do our introductions. That's and right. First And first, host number one, go ahead and say what's up to the people, John. How's it going, people? Uh, great show for you today. If you love the NFL, we got you. And I am Robbins Exume. I am your other host. And today, like we said, we are going to cover some NFL topics. John, looks like you are in a prison cell with the streaky light that you got going on across <laughs> your face. All right, here we go, baby. But All John right. is not in a prison cell. He is at his home. So we are going to go ahead and get started on this question. So as you guys know, the NFL, this is the time of the year where the contenders are separating themselves from the pretenders, okay? And... One of the people, one of the teams that we, you know, perceived would be contenders this year were the LA Rams. Okay, I think mm-hmm. even you know both of us when we look back at our predictions for the uh, NFL season, we you know said the LA Rams are contenders this year. Got the new quarterback in Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. You know, got now Odell Beckham Jr. Saved mm-hmm. him from Cleveland. Traded and got Von Miller, so they addressed, you know, some I guess some uh, shortcomings that they had. And Odell Beckham Jr. really wasn't necessarily a necessity until Robert Woods went down. Yeah, which is very, which is very unfortunate, and I think is a bigger deal than a lot of people want to uh, admit. Robert Woods' loss is a huge, huge loss for the uh, LA Rams' uh, offense and, and for their team. He moves the chains. Uh, yes, and he's a good blocker, great route runner. Like Robert Woods is an, is an underestimated receiver uh, in the NFL, but you know Rams have lost now three in a row. Yep. Okay. Three consecutive games they've lost. So the, so the first question is pretty pretty simple. John, are the Rams in trouble? And when we say trouble, I don't think they necessarily will miss the playoffs. But have they been exposed as a team that is not really? a Super Bowl contender. So I want to say this, and I'm going to say this with all love and sincerity. Yes, they are in trouble. And the reason why they're in trouble is twofold. They're not running the ball enough, which to me makes them one-dimensional. Because if you notice how teams are playing them, the teams are like, well, this team is not even running. So let's just play two safeties up top you know, okay. let's keep let's keep Cooper Cup in front of us. Uh-huh. Van Jefferson is inconsistent uh, because you know he sometimes he makes great catches, sometimes he he he, he drops some balls. Yeah. And 
let's keep everything in front of us. And it seems to me that they're playing the Rams offense very similar to how teams are playing Kansas City with keeping okay. everything with keeping everything in front. Okay. The I'm starting to question Sean McVay's genius per se, okay? Oh wow. So because so he's, not, he's not the golden child. Oh uh, yeah, because to me it's like you lose Robert Woods, which Robert Woods was a a high quality I I would say possession receiver. He moves the chains. Right, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. consider Robert Woods a high, a high, high level possession, rec- possession receiver. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know uh, there are people making rumblings that oh, since Odell Beckham's been there, they haven't won a game. It's not Odell's and, fault. I know it's not Odell's fault, but it, you know, for someone who doesn't know football, looking at it, well, hey, they added this guy; they haven't won since. You know. For those of us that know football, we know that's not the case. We know we know that's not Odell's uh, fault. He's not even 100% healthy. He, he, mm-hmm. he had a back strain last game. Yep. And so, to me, um, they need to shake it up. I feel that they need to run the ball more to keep defenses honest and then throw the ball. And, but here's the thing. If, if, to me, I'm still not going to write them off as not representing – the NFC, because remember, in my predictions, I had them in Buffalo in the championship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 and, and, and I'm going to stick with that. Um, but here's the thing: if they lose this next game, I'm worried about my about 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 my prediction. Because There's remember, no way they're losing the next game. Okay. But, no way. No man, way. Listen, Rob. I said the same thing after Cincinnati Bengals had blown off the Steelers, and then they played – who did they play, the Jets, the next game? No, well, no, no, They blew the Ravens out. <laughs> but, they, hey, but watch out. Didn't I tell you? I told you. Yeah, you, you did. You did. You did. Watch <laughs> out for young teams coming off really emotional vic- of victories. Right, right. And, and, they, and they proved me right. Right. They proved me right. Right. So, so, so for me, uh, if they lose to the Jaguars – listen, I have major concerns. Okay? Yeah. Because then I worry about the seating. And the thing is, I don't want them ending up having to go to Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Again, Green Bay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yes. over with. Yeah, so I'm looking at the seating, and they can't afford to get another loss, in my opinion, um, in terms of where they sit. Okay, so. Yeah. They're already two games back. Uh, yeah, I need that, yeah, I need them to avoid ending up with Green Bay, either in the first round or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. that's what yeah, I got to say rounds, on that. Yeah. Are the Rams in trouble? Yeah, there's a lot of concern right now uh, in La La Land because the Rams have been in, in, like a La La kind of team the last three weeks. If you look back at their uh, last three games, Tennessee, Tennessee's defensive line dominated them, okay? And then uh, you turn around, San Francisco's offensive line was um, – sorry, sorry mm-hmm. San Francisco's defensive line dominated them, okay? Yep. They were dominated back-to-back weeks. And both teams ran the ball very well, you know, against them. Same thing, not to the same extent, but with the um, Packers game, Packers once again were able to move the ball on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that is very troubling because if you look at the team that they could be potentially facing in the playoffs, Dallas can run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, we already know that Green Bay, when they commit, can run the ball. Arizona is a threat running in a different way because of Kyler Murray and their sweeps and Kyler Murray's you know, ability to kind of get around. Even though that's a team you need to watch out for, 
Arizona because I don't know how their chemistry is going to be, being that they've had no Hopkins and no Kyler Murray for the last, uh, I believe, the last three, three games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they get three games and then they were on a bye, so it's been a month. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins have played football. It's not just going to be like just riding a bike. Okay, right. uh, they play the Bears. Uh, you know, tomorrow, that's not going to be an easy game for them. That's not going to be an easy game. That game is going to be in, into the fourth quarter. It's going to be a nip and tuck one possession game into the fourth quarter. So they need to make sure that uh, they get their rhythm back because they were playing the best football in the league Until, before those guys got hurt. Right. Okay. So, but talking on, on, the, on the Rams, they got to get their running game going. They have to get their running game going. That's the only way I feel that they can be able to be as potent a squad as we thought they would be, um, you know, at the beginning of the season. Defensively, I'm a little disappointed because I know that they have good pass rushers. I'm concerned that they may not be able to stop the run consistently. Enough. Right, which is shocking uh, to me. Which is shocking yeah. to me. Like, you would think that, if anything, they can stop the run. You know, you yeah, got- you, have, you have the best defensive linemen. Uh, you know, you don't want to be hyperbolic, but I don't think you can be really be hyperbolic talking about Aaron Donald. He's going to go down as one of the top top two or three defensive linemen in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a defensive tackle that can rush you like a, a defensive end. He's he's like, you know, and you know, people hold Reggie White in really high regard in terms of like the staple for you know pass rushers. He and LT. Um like Aaron Donald, what it's all said and done is going to be in that class of guys. Okay. Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, Aaron Donald's that, you know, is that dominant. Uh, the permanent defensive lineman in this era is Aaron Donald. And I just wish that the uh, Giants had selected him instead of yeah. Cordell. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, listen, OBJ, I think, you know, still has potential to really, uh, Turn things around, but it's been rough for him the last three or four years. You know what? I, 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 I got a question. All right. So I got a question to ask you, Rob. Do you feel because let's be let's be candid here about Odell Beckham. We both like the guy. We do. But do you think the toll of injuries on his body that he has sustained over the last five years have severely impacted his high level play playmaking ability. Yeah, he's not gonna be that same dude. The dude that was catching a hundred plus, you know, receptions, fourteen hundred yards, who basically put the Giants on his back in twenty sixteen and led him to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that dude's coming back. Like there's a lot, there's a lot on you know, he had the broken ankle, mm-hmm. you know, and then he had the ACL tear. Mm-hmm. Your receiver, as much as you run the receiver and you're running hard, like, you know, 30, 40 yards on the field, making these cuts. I don't know if Odell, Odell can still be, in my opinion, at the very top of his game right now, Odell can still be a, a an elite receiver, top 15 receiver. I think. In, you, in think so? you think yes, so? You think so? Even, even with the, he the level of tears, rips. And all I this think over the years? I think I think Odell is a pectoral muscle. Yes, he's a special. He's a special player. He can still be top fifteen, but that is the very best. You're not going to get that because when he was doing it with the Giants, the Giants sucked. Okay, but Odell Beckham Jr. You saw him like this is a top five receiver in this league. Yeah, I would say he's a top, top two, five top two, yeah. top three. You're not getting that anymore. Not top two, top three. I said top fifteen. He can still run the entire route tree. 
He can still he can still get you deep. Um, and you got about a two year window with him at that before you're starting to see a significant drop off. And be, it's because of those injuries. Those injuries have really uh, shortened that prime window that you want from from a receiver. I mean, ACL tears, you know, uh, have been you're able to recover from them and get back. But look, I mean, look at Saquon. Saquon's not the same dude. Yeah, and Saquon's a lot younger. You know what I'm saying? So it's like ACL tears, man. To guys at that those positions can really do a number when it comes to your productivity going forward. So, yeah, I think the Rams are, you know, uh, yeah, they need they they got to get together. We'll we'll um put it that way. Uh, so we got another question. Mm-hmm. Next question is, uh. Of the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys, the main thing about Dallas is can their defense, okay? Their defense we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Can the defense be trustworthy? Can we trust that? Can Dallas fans trust their defense uh, to be a unit that they can depend on as the regular season comes to an end and as the playoffs mm-hmm. are upcoming? So, what are your thoughts on Dallas? Do you think their defense is legitimate enough or can do enough to, you know, Make it make Dallas a contender going into this uh, latter part of the season. Believe it or not, yes. Okay, and okay. I'm gonna tell you why. So let's 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 be let's take a look at the line. Demarcus Lawrence just came back uh, mm-hmm. this past Thursday Thursday's game, and I just saw just the level of energy that defense had. Listen, Michael Parsons is a special player. Yep. Okay, he's a special player. I've always liked the guy. I remember him at Penn State, and I remember a game I watched against uh, him against Michigan, uh-huh. and all I saw was number 11. I'm like, who is this number 11? Yep. He was everywhere in that game. I think he had, like, 14 tackles and, like, a sack and a half and, like, two tackles for loss. Like, he was all over the place in that game. And so okay. they go as I – think, I think their defense can hold – can really sustain them as long as their defensive line is attacked. So mm-hmm. DeMarcus Lawrence being healthy. Um, you got Osa, Adigu was uh, and those guys on the line. Um, as long as those guys, as long as that line is healthy um, and Michael Parsons and, and, and Michael Parsons, l- l- let's be clear. Not only may he be the d- defensive rookie of the year, he may be the NFL defensive player of the year at his rate. He got 10 sacks, a bunch mm-hmm. of tackles for loss. He's everywhere. He has been be that. And here's the thing. He doesn't even know like angles and stuff yet. Yeah. He's just he's just playing and he's a freakish athlete, right? Mm-hmm. At his size. He's just playing, get to the ball. Wait till he wait till he understands cadences of certain players. Mm-hmm. Of um what angle would be the quickest to get the sack. He doesn't know all that yet, right? Mm-hmm. He, he he just he just sniffs the ball and goes from the ball, but wait till wait till a couple of years, second third year in the league when he's learning cadences, he's learning the quarterback's drop step and all that stuff. How how many steps each quarterback takes when they drop? All this stuff. Listen, his potential is through the roof. Okay, mm-hmm. barring barring injury, his potential is through the roof. My concern with Dallas though is their offense. Okay, because they have been able to run the ball and listen. 
I I love Zeke Elliott. I've always liked Zeke Elliott. He was always I'm not a Cowboys fan, but Zeke Elliott was a guy I, I really really liked because he reminded me of, of old school running back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he trimmed down. He did all this other. He, he did all this stuff the offseason. He looks washed up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So my concern is mainly for the uh, the offense, the defense. I think. Um, as long as Demarcus Lawrence, um, you know, you got guys coming in, you know, Justin Hamilton, you got Osa who's, who played well this last game, Micah Parsons, um, uh, you got, uh, but you know, Van Der Esch, I think, is on his way. You know, he's old. He's on his way out. He ain't that old. He just doesn't have. I don't think right. he's a superb. You know, athlete in terms of space, right? So, like, but he, maybe able to get but he's been that. injured. He's been injured so much. You know, Keanu O'Neill is is like resurrected his career. In yeah. Dallas. Yep. He's resurrected yeah. his career in Dallas. Um, and so I think that their defense is is, is like what you saw against the Saints. Elbit. It was an injured. Um, you know. Yeah. Like he was I think, injured, but you know, the defense is good. Yeah. Was good. You know, all those takeaways and. I had their defense and I sat them down this week to play the Rams. And oh. I mean, that's not, that's, that's not a bad play. That's I know. Play. I know. But I was just like, watch it bite me. It's not <laughs> watch, really. Watch I mean, the Rams. Hey, listen, yeah, watch the Rams. Not give me enough fantasy points. Watch, watch. T- Taysom, they had Taysom Hill. So I know. But, so. but, but Taysom Hill, but you know, Taysom Hill, he was still red. He's still red for over hundred yards, but he was yeah. injured. Yeah. His, his index finger. And that's why, if you notice, a lot of his throws were very flat, mm-hmm. which was which, which made it easy, which made it easy to pick. Yeah, um, yeah, because he was man, he was throwing the ball to the Dallas Cowboys uh, 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 players better than his own receivers because the ball was just flying flat. Yeah, and that was always my concern with him is if he doesn't have any velocity or height on his ball, there's going to be a lot of picks. Yeah, and, and 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 we got to see that in all its glory Thursday night. But yes, yeah. um, I'm more confident right now in their defense than their offense because they're not running the ball well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I'll I'll say it like this: uh, you look at the last five games, Dallas uh, gave up. They were they got just run over by by the different Broncos, and then they came back and beat mm-hmm. a, a Falcons team. You you back in prison again, which which you're like. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. and then they got uh. There we go. You know, they had the best you know, performance of the season beating Atlanta. With Atlanta, I don't know if Atlanta is continuing to play with that, any kind of motivation. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs have been struggling all year, but they they lost a game. Dallas lost a game to Kansas City because, like you said, their offense wasn't um, right. up to par. Uh, but they did only allow 19 points. Right. Which is then, great. They, then they came the following week and gave up 500 yards and 36 points to Vegas. Right. Uh, and, you know, the Saints, I'm not even going to count really as a, uh, as a offense. Cause they're, they're, they got a broken offense right now. Uh, but I would say this going like heading into the season or approaching the end of the season, the defense is probably going to be playing at its best level because they got Washington. That's a bad mm-hmm. offense. You got the giants. That's a bad offense. Then you got Washington again. That's a bad offense. Now, Arizona is going to be interesting. That's going to play Arizona the second to last game of the season. Um, and then they got the Eagles to end the season. So you're not playing a lot of good offenses to end the season. Right. So Dallas's defense has an opportunity to get itself right. 
And I think that'll be helpful for them uh, as they head, you know, to, to the end of the season. All right. Next, there's a lot, been a lot of talk about Green Bay and how great, about how great a team Green Bay is. And one of the big questions, one of the big concerns people have about Green Bay is the fact that they had Devontae Adams and then they don't have anybody else. They were in the running to get OBJ, but OBJ did not want to play in the cold and he was not going down to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So, so let us, you know, kind of uh, tackle this question real quick. Are the Packers receiving core good enough to help them advance to a Super Bowl? Uh, yes. Um, they've always had a good receiving core. I, I don't. So you think that um, Lazard? Yeah. Uh, Listen, Lazard, you got Scatling. Let's not forget they got Cobb back. Cobb has always yeah, been a yeah, great possession right. receiver. Yeah, for, Ryan Cobb's out. Rob, but, but, but with Aaron, he's been a great possession receiver. He's yeah. been a he's been a West Walker with with Aaron Rodgers. Every time he's been with Aaron Rodgers, everywhere mm-hmm. else, we can argue we we can say that's debatable. But with Aaron Rodgers, and because Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback who knows how to improvise, that's why I thought for o- OBJ, Green Bay would have been a great place for him because OBJ likes to improvise on offense, and Aaron Rodgers is an improvising quarterback. But they're uh, their receiving core, I think, is it, it has always been decent. It's always mm-hmm. been good. Um, and listen, it, to me, I got, of course, I think Scatling is good. Scatling is their deep threat. Okay. Um, you know, the, they'll get Tunyon with their tight end back at some no, point. No, he won't. No, no, no. He's out. Oh, he's, he's, out. Like, he's, he's out for the rest of the year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and his thing, Dylan has been running great. Yep. They got Jones. I might like, they got the receive the receiving core. The receiving core. Because I, right. I would say this. The receiving and, here's the thing. You also have to have to realize their running backs play as receiver as well. Because Aaron does a lot of, you know, he dances around and then he he does dump offs to the running backs. But their receiving guard, like Scatling, their deep threat. Um Cobb, Cobb is there, is, is there Wes Walker? You know, Lazard to me, he you know, he has hand issues. But the thing is, overall, like, I think they're good. They got I think they're good. My concern for them is that if a team takes the runaway, okay, takes the runaway from them, it right. says, listen, you know, we're not, we don't, we just, we, we're going to double team Devontae and we're going, we're going to get up in there and try to stop the run. It's very interesting to see how that's, how right, that But the thing out. is, even with Devontae being double team, he still makes plays. They, they got ways, ways, but they got ways to bump is there him another, off. Is there another guy that that's there that can say, you know what? I think I'm, Scatling I'm going, is that guy. I'm going for seven and one thirty today. Right, I think Scatling's that guy. You think Scatling's that guy? Okay. Yes, I do. All right, all right. He's he's you what six four. His hands have as, gotten his hands have gotten better. My concern yep. is my my concern is Lazard. Lazard, okay, has been has been iffy for me, but like Scatling has been really really good. Okay, uh, on this year. In terms of okay. his, like his drops have have dropped considerably, because that was one of the concerns with him and Lazard before was that they were high on drops. But Scatlin has been better. Okay. And to me, the reason why they brought Cobb back was for insurance for those little. We need six yards. Cobb is sure hands. Okay. Yeah. You know that. Cobb has had, and 
looking at Cobb's career, when Cobb was outside, when he wasn't playing for Green Bay, he was just a fourth, fifth option on the team, right? Mm -hmm. His years in Green Bay have been very productive. Every year he's played in Green Bay, he's had productive success. And I think... And I think the reason why they brought him back was specifically for these playoff runs when there's the running game is not working and we need a six-yard pass. Who's the guy we're looking for? We're looking for Cobb. Okay. Okay. Boom. Cobb moves the chains. All right. We got a chance to go hit him deep. Who, where are we going? Scatlin. We're going to Scatlin. All right. Okay. If, if Adams is double team, but um, I feel like, Overall, right now, um, their team is in great position right now. Okay. All right. And I think that we are in good position to take a break. All right. So let's go ahead. We got three more questions to come back to. Uh, blood. See, that's, that's that's always like some kind of like uh, <laughs> things back your head. The Blood Brothers Balling uh, yeah. part of it. Yeah, but Brothers yeah. Balling. Your brother, Brothers Ballin' Podcast. We'll, we'll be right back, guys. All right. All right, guys. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Once again, this is Brothers Ballin' Podcast. And we we're ballin'. Hitting, we're hitting a six-pack of questions, man. Six-pack of questions uh, today. Next question that we have is about our boy Lamar Jackson. Mm. And you know what? I mean, if you think about it, Lamar Jackson doesn't have a nickname. He needs he needs a nickname. Yeah, he does. So, definitely. Um, but one thing that he probably doesn't want to see again is that uh, performance he had against uh, Cleveland, and Cleveland is, is another story. They, I think, Cleveland is in big big trouble. Um, but they're not part of our uh, conversation today. But we're going to ask about his arm. He did have the four interceptions against Cleveland. He still won that game against the Browns. And I want to ask: Do you think Lamar Jackson's arm is enough? to take the Ravens to the Super Bowl. We know his legs can carry. Can his arm get the job done in the postseason? I'm going to say at the present moment, no. Now, the guy can make some throws. He can. He has that ability. But my concern with Lamar is the same as it was when Michael Vick was uh, a star quarterback in the league, is the accuracy. Can you drop the ball in the window where only your receiver can make that play. Mm-hmm. We, we have Aaron Rodgers. We have uh, Mahomes to an extent, to an extent, because he's been throwing a lot of picks this year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think Allen of Buffalo can, Josh Allen can. Okay. Um, and so that's always been my concern is, is, is his accuracy. And the, the issue that I have with Lamar is, when he throws the ball, he throws the ball for anybody to catch it. <laughs> yeah, both uh, teams have a shot. Both teams have a shot. And the thing is, you know, you got Brown and you got Bateman, who they drafted this year, who I thought, you know, would be would be big because they needed a physical receiver. Um, mm-hmm. And they got their guy, but it hasn't really panned out to what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so my concern is with his accuracy. And I don't – and. I feel that, you know, because remember, they end up playing a team like the New England Patriots. We know Bill Belichick knows how to scheme for the for, for the opponent. Yep. That would be a bad matchup. Right now, they're number one. Mm-hmm. And 
my fear for them is if they end up in a situation playing a because here's the thing i think buffalo's defense will you know they'll get back healthy they'll be back mm-hmm. to 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 their their ball their ball grabbing dominance mm-hmm. um but a team like a new england that's dangerous i think that they can beat everybody else um mm-hmm. but i'm afraid for them if they end up with playing a team like a buffalo or new england because i think those teams can take them out because of how yeah. they're built because of how they're built I've- I think that they, you know, it's been problematic in terms of Lamar Jackson's arm. Lamar Jackson's arm has has to be better. I mean, they played Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh is a team that's not probably not going to make the playoffs. Um, and probably Cleveland, Mike Tomlin might not be a court, might not be coach over the season. That's no, no, no. I disagree, I disagree with that one hundred and ten percent. You think they're going to keep um, him? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, mm. he's one of the best coaches in the mm. with that roster with that quarterback. That made that that team is still above five hundred. That team is not a good team. That's not a good team. I get it. Like, but they don't have mm-hmm. they don't have they don't have playmakers as a quarterback. Juju Smith Schuster is injured. They don't have the weapons. Um, no, that's not a that's a broken offense. And he's been putting it together with duct tape and glue um, yeah. in order to, to get that to work. So um, as far as we I, should as we I'm, should talk we should talk about him uh, in a later episode. No. I think I think this is last no. year. No, I think he's gone. I got, no, uh, no, Mike Tomlin's not gone okay. by, by no means, by no means. Okay. But I, I mean, like you said, everybody is entitled to their opinion, mm-hmm. but um, the, the arm of Lamar Jackson, I think is going to be problematic for them against teams that can stop the run. Uh, they can beat Kansas city. I think they can beat, uh, you know, teams like Vegas and pretty much all the other teams in the AFC North, uh, Tennessee, I don't trust. Right, well, I don't, I don't trust they can the beat them, uh, but a team like like you said, like Buffalo, can be problematic for them. And I don't think Lamar Jackson. You know, you you look at their offense; they haven't hit twenty points. Uh, the last time they hit the twenty point mark was early November when they. Right. Um, Let's forget came, the, came back against their, uh, the Bengals. Vikings. The Bengals put one on them already. Yeah. Okay. They uh, they could they couldn't get twenty against the Bears. Couldn't get twenty against the uh, the Browns. Couldn't get twenty against uh, the Dolphins. So it's problematic, you know, for me to look at that team and say, you know what, I don't know if this team has enough uh, with Lamar Jackson's arm to really, really, really be a potent offense, uh, you know, in the postseason. So I am concerned about his arm. I just, you know, running quarterbacks, they take so many hits. Like, and they're so fast on their feet. It's hard for them to really stand in and take, um, you know, that shot, you know, with their arm. Not saying he's not a good quarterback, you know, throwing the ball. I just don't think consistently that he's going to be able to do that in the postseason. Mm-hmm. One guy who can consistently do it in the postseason is Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're back to number one in the AFC West playing sort of, kind of. Kansas City Chiefs football, you know, it's still not the same attack offensively that you're used to seeing. Defense has been a little better, though. You got to give them credit for that. The defense has been a little better. Mm-hmm. Last, last time they played, uh, they were able to shut down Dallas, which is a pretty good defense. I mean, pretty good offense. Held them, held them to nine points. They um, held the Raiders the week before at a 14. They held um, the Packers to seven, LB without Aaron Rodgers, of course. And then they held the Giants at 17. So that's, you know, one, two, three, four consecutive games um, that they 
held teams under 20 points. So they're playing better defensively. Is this believable? And is Kansas City a legitimate threat again in the AFC? That is the question. Mm. Okay, good question. I still am not bought into Kansas City yet. Um, Well, I was early on, but their defense, listen, I'm not convinced the defense is, is is good. Oh, and just, just a, a smoke screen, you say? Yeah, smoke yeah. I, I don't believe that their defense is, is good. I believe that they're still playing offense the same way. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think if they're trying to get to the Super Bowl, they're going to need to change the offense up, and they got to run more. They don't run enough, in my opinion. They don't. Okay, yep, I, I and, agree with that. And I don't think, honestly, I don't think they can beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to beat Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't even think, and, you know, this may be for, I don't think that they'll beat Baltimore. I don't think. And, okay. and, and here's the reason why, because those defenses can do a great job playing two safeties high mm-hmm. and keep everything in front of them. And the thing is, it's all about possessions. Remember I said the key to always beating Kansas city is, is keeping everything in front of you and playing possession football. Yep. Because I don't believe their defense is as good as it, as it, as it was in previous years. I just don't believe it. I don't care that they beat um, Dallas because, it, because in my opinion, Dallas's offense has been, has been unraveling because their running game hasn't been as effective the last few weeks. And that was um, prevalent in uh, Thursday's game. I've all, mm-hmm. Listen, I I have criticized Lattimore so much because I said if I am a if I am a, a offensive uh, coach because of uh, uh, and we're talking about Lattimore who plays for the Saints mm-hmm. um, because he's he's a very physical DB. I love throwing it on his side because mm-hmm. even if I got it to catch the ball, he's gonna draw a flag on Lattimore. Because of how Lattimore plays, I don't think he plays it tough. I think the Saints' defense masks Lattimore's overall ability. Oh boy! Uh, wow. Listen, and, 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 hey, Lattimore can hit me up, and I will tell him. Oh boy! What I think about him, but oh that's, either, that's either here or there. Talking about the Chiefs, um, but I'm not convinced that their offense is all the way back. I'm mm-hmm. not, and I'm not convinced. Listen, they beat Aaron Rodgers with what we saw as. Uh, a quarterback who's not ready to take over this team, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jo- yeah, Jordan Love's not ready. Yeah, Jordan Love is not ready to be a starting quarterback in, in the NFL. That that was the that was the dressing point that Aaron Rodgers wanted to make. Okay, and he mm-hmm. and he made it, and he made it. So, with that being said, Rob, I don't believe I don't believe that the I got the Chiefs right now as the fourth best team in the AFC. Okay, the fourth. I'll give them they can beat the Titans because the Titans defense. I believe they can beat the Titans and, and anybody else. I don't believe that they can beat Baltimore, New England, or Buffalo. And, okay. And, and, and that's how I feel. Okay. I, I, I'll say this. I think if their defense is respectable enough, you have a player in Patrick Mahomes that can rise to a level that very few quarterbacks can, can rise to. We understand that his just desire to go deep has really cost it because it allows right. teams to really play a certain and getting in the way with a shallow defense 
which right. is okay. We're not gonna let you go deep. If Patrick Mahomes can dial it back a little, okay, take the five and seven yard passes as opposed to going for the thirty and forty yard pass. Right. Kansas City is going to be an extremely difficult team to, to beat, but it has to be about discipline. And Patrick Mahomes has been right. able to do it. Patrick Mahomes has been able to do it without really being disciplined because of his ability, his arm strength, and his ability to th- thread the needle and go deep. Also, Andy Reid has to make the realization that he needs to scheme his quarterback and help his quarterback. Stop calling these plays with these with these deep options. Teams aren't going for it. They're going deep and taking that away. And I've always said this about uh, Kansas City. I feel they need another receiver, a yeah. receiver that is dependable on the other side, a possession receiver mm-hmm. on the other side to balance that offense out. It seems like everybody is either intermediate or deep. I need a guy that can run that five-yard slant, run that five-yard hook. I understand you got Kelsey, who's exceptional at those routes. You need another um, but receiver hey, that is going to be Kelsey, able to do Rob, that for you. Rob, let's not – Let's not try to mask this. Kelsey's had some drops in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. He's, he's had, had some drops. He's had some period. key drops. Yeah. He's had okay. drops, period. Okay. Period. But, the, so. but, 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 Rob, to your point, though, do you feel that Patrick Mahomes can dial it back? Because I feel like he I gets, feel he, absolutely he gets feel antsy. Like he, he gets antsy when he has to be like Duncan, like Duncan, you know, Duncan here, Dodging here, throwing here. Like, I, I look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't care if he has to dunk and, and die yeah. for the entire game. He doesn't care. But I but feel also like, he doesn't have the arm strength to patch him home. Right, but still, so it's e- easier to dial it down. Even if you don't have even the with that, even point. with that. But like, do you feel like Patrick Mahomes for the entire game would be like mentally in this space would be like, all right, I'm just gonna dunk and dive all game. It's I don't think kind of like I think he I think he he's like I gotta make a play. I yes. gotta make a play. Yes, but I'll say this, okay? Patrick Mahomes, to me, I say Patrick Mahomes like Steph Curry, okay? Right. Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry, I like this. I like the it's – not, it's not just because they're light-skinned, okay? Patrick Mahomes does something so well that it's so hard for him to, uh, you know, basically play any other way. He likes playing deep, you know, playing with that – Ability to kind of improvise. Same thing with Steph Curry. Steph Curry is so good at threes, at catching, catching and shooting, shooting off the dribble from three. If Steph Curry wanted to, okay, he could basically play in a team say, you know what? I don't care what it is. Half court, we trapping you. You got to get the ball up. Every single time for four quarters, they trapping him and giving the ball up. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is good enough to say, you know what? I'm going to start just driving, driving to the hoop and just getting layups. Right. And just start, start hitting photos. And he can probably drop 30 doing that. Okay. Same thing. Mahomes can drop 30 with, you know, Kansas City Chiefs with Mahomes, Dinkin, and Duncan. But it's not their mentality. Their mentality is if I can get you with them big shots, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. And it's really about teams, how teams play them. Teams play them. I can't let Steph Curry shoot three. I can't let Steph Curry shoot three. Now, basketball's a little different. Uh, one individual has more pull you know, on the game than an actual individual in the NFL, mm-hmm. but their ability to, to do that one thing so exceptionally well controls the defenses, but it also opens up an opportunity for them to do something else that they can do. Uh, probably not to the efficiency that they, that they do, that they do their main thing, which is threes for staff mm-hmm. and deep passes for um, Mahomes. 
but it still opens up an avenue for them to be successful because they're so great. And I think that is what Kansas City needs from Mahomes. We know that it's taking them pass away. Force them, you know, take it down the field. Uh, throw, throw those passes underneath. And if you're consistently doing that, eventually you're going to find them openings, I think, deep to, to Tyreek Hill. All right. So our last question um, for the teams. I'm going to take this question first. The Titans passing attack, is it enough? And listen, I don't think – I don't see the Titans anymore. Once uh, Derrick Henry went down, I didn't see them as a Super Bowl contender. Um, but mm-hmm. – but I think they're still a very, very good team. And I would like to ask – well, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to take this first. The question is, is their mm-hmm. passing attack enough to propel them to a playoff victory? I think it's not. Um, I think that they're going to be a very good competitive team in their one playoff game this year. They're going to get and they're going to lose because they're going to likely because <laughs> they're going to likely be playing on the road. Um, uh-huh. I mean, it's possible that they can play at home uh, because I think they probably win the AFC South. But I just don't think that that receiving core with the injuries they got, Julio Jones and AJ Brown, are injured. Uh-huh. Um, they don't have enough. Uh, and it's not Tannehill's fault. Tannehill's a good quarterback, not an elite quarterback. Without Derrick Henry, man, there's just too – and the injuries they have, they're just too exposed. There's not enough on that offense to mm-hmm. propel them to a playoff victory. And it's – you know, it's a good story in Tennessee, but that's a team that has to be healthy. They need all their parts in order to be effective. And mm-hmm. they don't they don't have the luxury of saying, oh, man, we're missing A.J. Brown. We can make up for it. Or we're missing Derrick Henry – you know, we can make up for it. They don't have that ability. So with that being said, no, man, uh, the Tennessee Titans, it's over with. It's over with. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to propel that. Their passing attack can propel them to a, uh, not even a, forget a Super Bowl, a playoff victory. They're not going to win a playoff game. Right. And, and, you know, talk about the Titans, you know, I'm looking at their roster. Jones and Brown have to be 100% healthy in order, in order for their offense to be effective. If these, guys mm-hmm. are com- if these guys are coming back at 80%, um, listen, ten- listen, as successful as Tannehill has been in Tennessee, we can say that Tannehill's success was predicated on Henry running and mm-hmm. A.J. Brown catching the ball. Okay? Mm-hmm. But then and we've talked about this many times in the past. There comes a time in the game where a quarterback has to make a play mm-hmm. where everything else is tied up. So, you know, Henry, Henry's getting stopped. AJ Brown is being double teamed where a quarterback has to make a play. And the question I've always asked myself is if you have house money on the table, is Tannehill that guy for you? And you can argue and say, no, he's not, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, no, he's not. And here's the thing. I think, you know, Tannehill is a good quarterback, okay? Yep. But I don't think Tennessee as a team can – the loss of Derrick Henry, in my opinion, ended every, anything they had. And let's be clear. Their defense is not really that great, okay? Mm-hmm. They played great in some games, but their defense is still an Achilles heel, okay? And I think when it comes to playoffs, when it comes to playoff football, 
the game slows down. Mm-hmm. Teams play chess, not checkers. Okay. And they're going to attack. And uh-huh. the thing is, they know that you don't have Henry in the backfield. So the time of possession game is not going to be in your favor. Because, they can't play it. Yeah, they, right. They, they can't, they play, can't play it because they don't have they, they don't have their workhorse back back there. Yeah, so it's the same drive. Right. So the thing is, you know, Julio, I, I, listen, I'm a Julio Jones fan. This has been a disappointing year for Julio, in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, listen, A.J. Brown, I, I love the guy. I love A.J. Brown. But he's been nicked up this season. Okay? He's mm-hmm. been nicked up. So they're already coming in not at full strength. Mm-hmm. I don't think they – I don't think – and I agree with you. I don't think they win their – I don't care who they play in their first round. I don't yeah, think – anybody. I don't think they get past that game. I don't think they get past that game. And so, uh, yeah, that will be concerning. Um, and right. they, they, got some, they got some decisions to make. Now, um, those are the six-pack of questions that we had, but there is another topic we want to touch on really quickly. Yes, yes. Okay. See, and this is why when you got when you have guys who can't help but be who are like not really pure at heart in terms of their intentions and not like you know honest people, you know what I'm saying? Like who always seem to have some ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Stuff stuff always comes back on you. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about uh, Antonio Brown. Man. Mm. Antonio, stuff come back on you when you don't do right. And this guy. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure there's guys around the league who have done it. Uh, you know, pretty much got caught with a fake vaccination card. All right. His chef, his personal chef, dimed them out and said, Man, this guy, this guy's lying, man. This guy, this guy got a fake vaccine card. And now he's he says that since this has happened, he's been vaccinated, but he got suspended for three games. Okay. Three games. They they told him, you know, he out, he can't play. And I think it's it's rightfully so, because okay. You, you know, you, you're a liar, basically. You know, so who's worse, Antonio Brown or Aaron Rodgers? I, I think they're both equally worse. They're both, they're both as bad. Yes, because here's the thing. This is where the NFL messed up. And I get it because Antonio Brown has a quote-unquote history, right? But isn't that – but time out. Before you, uh-huh. you move forward – um. Right. Isn't that a attempt to defraud by getting a fake vaccine card? That's yes. an attempt to defraud. Aaron he did rob a fake vaccine card. Right, but he defrauded the public as well. He defrauded because he made he he made it seem as if he was, and mm-hmm. he wasn't. Also, he was irresponsible. Okay, mm-hmm. let's think about it. Okay, I don't agree with the vaccine mandate. That's my personal belief. Right. Yeah. But per the letter of the law of the NFL. But there's no, but understand, in the NFL, there's, there is no vaccine mandate. He didn't have to get right. vaccinated. Right. But the thing yeah. is, he made it seem as if he was. He was in people's faces every, after every game, talking to people. But remember, the NFL's rule was, if you're not vaccinated, just wear a mask. He wasn't wearing a mask, talking to people. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure hugging them, patting them on the back. It, 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 he's all in people's faces. Right, <laughs> every week, and then he gets it, and then we're like, "Oh, hold on a second. Oh, you weren't vaccinated." And then his thing was, "Oh no, you know, I went and tried this. No, you lied as well. 
the difference is you didn't use a vaccination card to do it, but mm-hmm. you lied to the public the same way. You got what? You got? Did they even lose any draft picks? What did they get? A yeah. fine? They got a fine, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. They got a fine, and on top of it, Rob, let's not forget the organization allowed them to do it. The organization knew. Yeah. And so that's allowed- that, that to me is, is different because. And the organization knew at no point was the organization defrauded, being right. defrauded. But the thing Antonio is, Antonio Brown defrauded his organization. He lied to his coaches, his, the staff, true. and his teammates. Right. You came up with that. a vaccine card. Rob, I get all that. I get it. But I think the NFL, the same way the NFL punished him, should have been the same for, for right. Antonio Brown. And here's the thing I'm not and, even mad. At, I, I'm not mad at the punishment. I just wanted the same punishment. For Aaron Rodgers, that's all. Or even two games. As, if they gave Aaron Rodgers two games, I would have been fine. But you're gonna penalize Antonio Brown, and the reason why they did it is because of the history. We all know that. If Antonio Brown was a pristine uh, mm-hmm. NFL player, he might have gotten one game. But because of his history, but, I don't of think that's history, the case. No, think about it because you know they also suspended Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards of Tampa Bay. Right. He got three games too. He got three games for the, got, for the fake. He probably got the, he probably got the same vaccination card that uh yeah Antonio Brown got. He got the same card, right? He probably got the same card. He probably had Antonio Brown name on it. Right. But um, you know, the fact that you go and this is the, the COVID is really it. like think about it. Two teammates defrauded their team. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're talking about uh, Antonio Brown. He's he's a more high profile athlete, so that's usually how, that's usually the way it works. But my thing is, if so you are going so to Tampa fraud, Bay, so, so here's a question before you get to that point. Notice how, so, so do you think Tampa Bay should have just uh, released him? I, I'll put it this way. I don't think he's, he's coming back next year. I don't think, I don't, I don't think they're going to have him back next year. But they're going to use him for his services. You agree? You, 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 listen, if it means the Super Bowl, Tom Brady will take a, will, will, will take him. Okay. Because think about it. When he got, when the when the Bucks took him, he was already like on the outs pretty much. He probably wouldn't have been back in the league. Right, true. And Tampa Bay didn't take him. So they gonna be like, listen, we want a Super Bowl. We want another Super Bowl after that. Hey. Good luck. I know it gets cold out there, man. So that may that may be it. I think I think this is his last season. <laughs> this may be his last season playing football. Cause he is 33. Yeah, this may be his last season playing football. Do you think he's Hall of Fame worthy? Yeah, I think he is. He's think, probably not gonna be. He's probably not gonna be first ballot though. You think? You think he's gonna get in? I don't think he's gonna get in. I think he'll get in because he was. Think, uh, he was a top. He was top. He was top five for for a good five six year run in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't think. Listen. Yeah, maybe think. not. I mean, ever since he left Pittsburgh, his career has, has taken a nose. Yes, and, and and that's and that and, and that's on him. Right, That's and we him. know the NFL is about their image and the shield and the players that are in the hall. The only, if you really look at it, in, in the Hall of Fame right now, the only questionable player is what OJ Simpson. Yeah, but he was in there before he he uh, started killing folks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> before he was a murderer. Yeah. Listen. listen okay. Listen. Before he was an alleged. They put, they put Ray Lewis before, in there. Before he was an alleged. <laughs> before he was an alleged killer uh, uh, oj simpson was already in the in the hall of fame ray lewis did not kill anyone right okay hey, allegedly okay no <laughs> ray lewis did not kill anyone allegedly 
Ron. He allegedly assaulted and killed someone. I, I don't I don't believe it. Allegedly, allegedly. I don't I don't believe it. I don't Listen, I don't believe that with Ray Lewis. You notice you notice how quickly with Ray Lewis that, that gets sued under the rug. Like people like people forget. He didn't, man, man, Ray Lewis didn't kill anybody, man. Come on. Rob, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. He allegedly didn't kill anybody. He didn't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he did anything like that. Because after that, he changed his ways. He he was talking about the Lord ever since then. After that, no, after man. that incident. All right, man, don't don't let Ray Lewis hey, don't get caught hey, in the street, Ray Lewis. Hey, listen, I listen, I love Ray. I think Ray is one of the top five linebackers of all time in the in, in the history of football. Uh, but listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna just uh because you sinned, just run just throw that under the rug. Okay, you you may have not killed him, but you know who did. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know who did though. <laughs> <laughs> you know who killed him. I don't you, know, man. Don't... Rob, you know you want to laugh. You know you want to laugh. You know you do. <laughs> he knows. He knows who killed him. He may not have done it, but he knows who did. <laughs> no, you know what? Listen, that may that that may be true. That may be true that he knows exactly who uh, um, did it. So yeah. So we'll see. I mean, but yeah, I think Antonio Brown, man, no, nah, man, Antonio Brown, bro. I don't think I don't think he's getting in. Yeah, maybe he won't. I mean, I, I'll say this: he definitely won't get in first first ballot. He's definitely not gonna get in. I don't think I don't think he'll get in second, third, or fourth. Cause, wow! Because how many chances do they get? Did, did they get like five before it's it's, it's like a wrap? It is five, and then I think I guess it has to be like a special. I, I don't know right. how it works because I know in baseball it's ten. Yeah, in baseball it's ten, but I think NFL is five. I don't think he's gonna get in. I think because people because because the media doesn't like him. Let's not forget the media. When, when the media doesn't like you, that hurts you. Yeah, but I mean, and the media think, doesn't like him. Yeah, I mean, and you know, he's done. He's done a lot of that to, to himself. So right, and they're gonna use these these experiences. Oh, you lied in your vaccination card. You mm-hmm. did all this stuff. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, who's a diva, he'll get in the he'll, he'll get in first ballot. Yeah, because I mean, he, he he has to get in. Yeah. So. So, yeah. all right. Uh, any anything else? Um, that's it. Um, I, for me, I'm looking forward to the rest to to down the stretch of the NFL. Um, the next, honestly, I know there's like what five six week five six games left for most teams. Mm-hmm. The next four weeks are going to tell us who 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 the teams are going to be. I think because remember. Right now is is the time of year where the NFL does its annual. You play all your division games, so there's yeah, gonna be a, a lot of, lot of, a of division, division games. Yeah, so kind of stretch here. So you see some separation coming on. So yep, I'm I'm, I'm excited about it. But yep. it, this is the best part of the season, you know, where teams getting ready to go to the playoffs, trying to make playoffs. Mm-hmm. Teams that haven't been there in a while, you know, can Cincinnati, you know, get in there? We'll we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm um, really rooting for them. I'm really rooting for Cincinnati to make it. Yeah, but they have to watch out, man. They had a great win last week. Yeah, they but they got a yeah, they got a tough, they got a tough trek ahead. But if they yeah. come out, they come out, they can be dangerous. Yeah, no doubt. My thing is though, Rob, honestly, looking at the AFC right now, I'm still going with my pick Buffalo, but watch out mm-hmm. for New England. Watch out for New England. Yes, yes. That's the one thing we didn't even touch on today. Um, New England has been a lot better o- over the last uh, you know, six, seven weeks. They what? Six consecutive we, could games. Argue, we could argue that Mac Jones was the best quarterback in the draft this year. Uh, I told you. I told you he was. Mm. 
I told you it was that he got into, into the perfect scenario. Yep. Perfect. When you got a rookie, you got a rookie quarterback, you put him with the Patriots. That's a perfect um, scenario right there. Hmm. And uh, I, like I said, I said, I thought the Tom Patriots Brady would make 2.0. The yeah. I, I thought the Patriots won't make the playoffs. Um, and so far, you know, they're in good, posi- they're good position to do that. So, mm-hmm. but we are in good position to end this episode. So, Hit us up. Hit us up if, if you want to, you know, continue the conversation. Our conversation is really good. Bloodbrothers at gmail.com. Uh, Bloodbrothersballin at gmail.com. That is balling without the G. Bloodbrothersballin at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook group. Uh, just search Brothers Ballin Sports and you can uh, converse with us. We have a lot of questions that we will, a lot of posts we'll do during the week. You know, if you have a question, join a group post your question, get some answers. You can even uh, suggest some topics that you want to cover for uh, this week's, for the, you know, week's show coming up. Also, Instagram, at Brothers Ballin Podcast. At Brothers Ballin Podcast on Instagram. And lastly, we got merch at Black and White. B-L-K-N-W-H-T-E dot com. Black and White. We have stuff. We have merchandise to sell on black and white. Guys, we appreciate the conversation. We appreciate you guys, of course, listening, sharing uh, our content. And until next time, be a brother, be a sister, be about your business. Peace till next week.